Chapter 53. Murder Mysteries. From the 1920s through the 40s, one of the most popular kinds of books was the detective story novel, or murder mystery. Since then, although some of the older writers, like Agatha Christie, continue to sell well, it has been declining in popularity. The reason for this is not hard to find. When the modern novel, with its denial of God and morality, began to command the world of fiction, people turned to the murder mystery. It had an obvious merit. It still reflected a world where right is right and wrong is wrong. The fact of murder was evil, and the hunt for the murderer represented justice. During those same years, the western or cowboy movie was popular for the same reason. Since then, however, the murder mystery has become sophisticated, and so have many westerns. Instead of a clear-cut line between right and wrong, we find murder excused or understood. Psychological quackery is used to explain why evil is somehow not really evil, but hurt innocence. In short, everything is done by writers to blur the moral boundaries, and the reader is left irritated and dissatisfied. Instead of a solution, the problem is aggravated by the perspective of the writer. As a result, a new kind of television show is gaining in popularity. A good policeman or private detective against evil forces. The clearer the division between good and evil, the more intense the response becomes. People want a sharp line of division between good and evil, or at least a great many people do. Politicians prosper by promising us reform. Then why don't we get it? Why does the line keep blurring? Why is there no national demand in life, not in fiction, for a clear-cut stand in terms of truth and righteousness? The problem is that in life we must begin making the distinction between good and evil in our own lives. Most men want it everywhere except in themselves. They are afraid of and dislike one who promises to begin with them. In Christ alone is the difference, clear-cut and absolute, and He alone can create that difference in us, regenerate us in terms of His righteousness, and ground us in the truth Himself. But now, people prefer to keep the distinctions between good and evil in the world of fiction and television and out of their lives. The result is obvious. They live blurred and decaying lives. Is your love of righteousness limited to fiction?